Welcome, Welcome to Pisces Rising. Rising. I'm Ash. And I'm Heather. We want to talk about astrology with you. Go deep or go home. Hello, everybody. Hi. Welcome back. Thanks for listening. We're here with some very playful topics. Hopefully. It could get serious, but we're going to talk about... Um, the best way to communicate with your children. If you have children or kids, how they, how certain signs respond and um, how they receive information. Yeah, it can be helpful for the parents that listen to this. If you're somebody who's teaching your children or just how to interact with your children in general based on their zodiac sign, their zodiac makeup or maybe you're a teacher, or maybe you just interact with children. Um, you can also interact with your inner child this way. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. So what you want to look at is Mercury, the way information is given and received. Um, the sun sign, that's going to be, especially with children, you are really going to see their sun sign. Um, before the moon kind of grows and develops and maybe becomes a little more secretive, a, a child like, you know, an Aries sun child is going to just go into a fit of rage pretty easily before they learn how to control it. So it's very easy um, for children to embody their sun. And then I would say Mercury second. Do you think there's any other planets that about giving and receiving information? Um... I think those are the big ones, honestly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the other... Uranus is kind of that way, but it's more generational, so I don't think that would really affect, unless there's, like, a certain aspect to Uranus from a personal planet. Yeah, an aspect, too, actually, that would be the other thing to, to look at if, you know, Mercury is aspecting Mars in a conjunction that is going to create bigger reactivity, and maybe you would want to think a little more about how you would communicate with that sign um, because a fire, Mercury, Mars conjunct could be highly volatile and reactive. Mm. Um, but yeah, Mercury and the sun, I guess, is... What about the ascendant? Um, I For children, I feel like they're pretty detached from their ascendant. Yeah, that's true. And I feel like parents or teachers wouldn't receive that as much as when you learn how to introduce yourself and things like that. Yeah, exactly. That's something that comes more in like teenage years probably. Yeah. Yeah. yeah actually, that would be another thing too because I bet you the ascendant begins to grow with that appearance when you begin to care that deeply in your teenage years. Yeah, like I feel like for me, my Pisces rising, I really didn't grow into that until I was probably like, you know, 15 or 16. Well, wait a minute. Weren't were you a very quiet child? Yeah, I was. Actually, so was I. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I, I was extremely like a quiet baby and a quiet and, and even four or five, six. Yeah, like I would come alive when I was, you know, like I did a lot of like acting when I was a kid, like drama club and things like that. And I would always be very loud and expressive in those environments. But then in my daily life, I was fairly soft spoken and, and kind of shy. Yeah. So, yeah, that's not very Leo of me. But my Mercury is Cancer. Maybe it was more Mercury. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, let's begin. Okay. So, the Aries child, they need a lot of physical activity. They need a lot of 
room to roam and to burn energy off. And they're accident prone and fearless. So one of the things you actually have to be careful of with communicating with them is fixing their mistakes. And yes, I get that that sounds a little bit crazy and a little bit contradictory, but here's why. When a child is learning to use their body, there's a natural instinct there. And that's a lot of the times why they don't get hurt because we come out of the womb and we naturally know how to move when we begin to learn and actually have really great body mechanics. That's why you see kids being super amazing, you know, with their handsprings and all the stuff that they can do. So when you go to correct an Aries and they get there, they like are like, oh, I have to respond to something. They have a hard time without multitasking and paying attention to like a couple different things when they're in the moment. So you could startle them off their balance in a sense. And then they, you know, are more likely to hurt themselves by correcting the Aries. Plus, they're going to rebel out of the womb. They're going to rebel. You tell them to do something in command. They're going to be the sign that wants the command. Yeah, they might have a hard time with the authority of a parent um, just because they like to make their own choices. They tend to be the ones that want to originate, that the decisions originate within them. So in some ways, it's almost good to make an Aries child think that it, something was their idea, even if it was kind of subtly yours, which I know sounds a bit manipulative. I don't quite mean it that way. I mean, more like making, you know, bedtime exciting so that they want to go to bed rather than being like, it's time to go to bed. Like, oh, we get to go read a story. We get to go like do all this cool stuff. Then they're going to be like, oh, then let's go to bed. Like, so we can do that. Yeah. Adventure, dream time. Yeah, exactly. Like you have to make it exciting or else they're not going to be, you can't just be like, it's time to go to bed because we're going to be like, no, why? No. And I actually don't think quiet, nurturing voice works with Aries. I actually think they get annoyed. They don't want to be babied, even though they are the babies of the Zodiac. Mm -hmm. They don't want to be babied because they're ruled by their heads, which means they're ruled by their minds and they want to make their own decisions. Absolutely. Um, so for if the Mercury is in Aries, it's going to be the same, right? So this is more just for Sun or Mercury? Yeah. I would say, though, as far as kids communicating with the Mercury in Aries, they're the sign that's most likely to be like, you're fat, you know? Oh, my God. There was this little girl in my neighborhood when I was younger that would do stuff like that. She'd be like, you're ugly. Like, that's a terrible outfit. Like, she would just say whatever was on her mind. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. And... That's a little bit like, this is why I think Aries also kind of have a bad rep because they also fight against that stuff because they're saying what they think and they view it as a lens of honesty, even as a child, like they're just expressing themselves. And Aries are probably the most honestly expressive children. So honestly, I I don't know how to discipline that. I wouldn't even know how to do it except for maybe teach them funner words to use yeah and you know because they like words Aries do like to play with words they're not afraid to say them but the Aries child is the one that's like gets kicked out of church yeah they they question things out loud they speak up 
They, yeah, that's absolutely true. So it's almost, yeah, you can't get them to stop that really, but you can kind of teach them ways to say things that might be still truthful, but less harsh. Yeah. Oh, actually, Mercury and Aries children, the thing is, um, somebody else pointed this out to me about having Mercury and Aries. If you tell them, like, hey, that's not really cool. They do want to be cool. And they, they, they learn how to communicate quick. So if they're paying attention, they will learn, like, what's cool to say or what's not to say. And it will almost be, like, information. So I do think they will kind of adapt their communication style quickly. So I could see where pointing out that calling people fat and ugly is something society is going to have a hard time with, so they need to learn a different way. Yeah, exactly. It's just kind of teaching them and showing them that it's okay to have opinions, but maybe not to hurt people with them. Taurus child? Yeah. If there's one more thing I feel like I want to say about Aries is they, um, I think almost compliment you without even realizing they're complimenting it. Kids and probably adults, um, in the sense of when they like you, they just kind of want to be around you all the time. And usually it's because you leave them alone. So there is a less is more, I think, too, with an Aries and an Aries child. Because if you're constantly bossing them around or nagging them, they're not going to respond. But if you have a sense of compassion or a sense of quiet around them, there is a respect there. And they utilize that space because they, I think subconsciously, they know you're not judging them. And they just feel like they have complete freedom when they're with you, but also feel a little bit like safe or... I don't know, nurtured something that, yeah. Yeah. So there's a loyalty there that, I mean, I felt it in children and and adults too, but I've really felt it in children. Like, and they want to know. The other thing is they ask a lot of questions. They want to know. They want answers. Teach them things. Show them how to do stuff because that helps them to be more self-sufficient. They don't want to be dependent on you. Show them how you make them a sandwich so they can learn how to do it themselves. You know, things like that. Yeah. Give them tools and skills. Yeah. So now Taurus. Okay. Slow. They can only focus on one thing at a time. Yeah. Don't don't hit them with tons of multitasking or like, you know, if the TV's on, the radio's on, you're talking to them, they're going to struggle with that. Yeah. And they'll just straight up tune you out. Yep. You have to give them one task at a time. Clean your room. Yeah, don't give them a whole list of all the chores that need to be done. Just one at a time. They yell, but they don't like yelling. Yeah. And and I do do think it's one at a time. Because you ever notice a Taurus, an older one? Like, I have uh, a couple friends that are Tauruses and a couple ones that worked in the store are also Tauruses. They do the same routine every time to close. Yeah. Where I like multitask, but it will be like, okay, 
First comes floor, then comes lights, then comes cases, then comes alarm, then comes shields up. You know, yeah, it's exactly. very, and that's not necessarily multitasking, but they can do those tasks super fast. Yeah. And the, and with kids, they just are highly focused. So they're, they're not so much going to be the ADD child. Um, they're going to be the child that like doesn't want to leave the house and then goes somewhere and has fun and doesn't want to leave that place because they've finally gotten comfortable. So the emotions come out when they've gotten comfortable and then their environment changes. Yeah. So soft voice, one thing at a time, easeful communication, but also um, not necessarily baby either. They, they can't be babied. Otherwise, they're going to take advantage of you. Yeah, they might. It might actually inhibit their growth and development because they might lean into that and... It might actually stop them from learning how to do things themselves. But, yeah, I think that they are, they can get attached really easily. Um, I know that water signs are maybe like, when you think of people that get attached, that might be where you go first. But I think Tauruses can get really attached to like, you know, if they have like a babysitter they really like, if that person suddenly leaves, that consistency is gone and they're going to get really upset and sad. Yep. They might struggle with change, like moving, things like that. So w- that's actually a perfect example right there. I have a Taurus mom friend, and I'm also friends with a daughter who's now seven, and I've kind of been there for a lot of it um, in chunks of time. And Taurus mom explains always to the daughter what they're going to do, like what they're going to do for the day, what the plan is. So, and Mercury and Taurus as well, they want to know the plan. They want it laid out. That helps them feel safe. Yeah. My mom did that too. She's a Taurus. She gave you the details of the plan? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Taurus' children need that. So, like, an Aries fly by the seat of their pants to Taurus' child is going to struggle. But, like, a Virgo mom to Taurus' child, you know, somebody explaining the steps. Um, and with the Mercury as well. Mercury is probably more about the steps too than the sun. So a Mercury in Taurus is going to receive information. And a Mercury in Taurus child will probably talk slower than the average child. Or talk with thought. For, for a child, they're going to think yeah. of their words. They might be good with their words, well spoken. Mm-hmm. But yeah, del- very deliberate. And have a pace mm-hmm. that's... And I feel like they go to anger before sadness. I feel like it takes a lot for Taurus children to cry. The first thing they're going to do is get mad at you when they don't get what they want. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you get mad back, it's like a standoff. Yeah. And they need water or dissolve. So actually, there's a couple of things. Um... I know some people who, and I've seen this work, who think that with Tauruses, you have to have a standoff because they're not going to back down and a Taurus energy, Taurus child energy is just so strong and takes up so much space that that alone is kind of intimidating, right? Mm -hmm. Even if you think of the adults that do it, it's kind of intimidating. So a lot of the times you want to back down because you don't want to deal with that thick energy and that knowing somebody's getting get angry and go into a rage. Taurus anger is not pretty. 
So some people I know will like want to fight the Taurus, you know, like a Scorpio or an Aries is not necessarily a fight, afraid of the fight. And a Taurus will actually back down. Yeah. You know, because they'll cave to love. And yeah, it is true. There is stubbornness there, all that for sure. But I, I think that there could be, I think that in the end they want love. So there is something to be said about like, the answer is no. And like repeating and like firing that anger back and having that bull standoff. Yeah. That the, eventually the bull, the Taurus child, is going to want to feel good and regulate their nervous system because they just get sick of feeling bad. That they'll stop the fight. But I would say that that would be the second try. The second, like, first would be just like you were saying with the Aries, trying to convince him it was their idea, trying to make it fun in a softer way. But in a, in a way more with Taurus, you want them to feel safe. And Aries doesn't give a fuck about feeling safe, especially an Aries child. No, they, that's not you know, even on their agenda. They just want to have fun. The Aries child is like, let's go sit this on fire. And yeah. the Taurus is like, I don't think that's a good idea. Let's not. Yeah, exactly. They They might get really possessive with their stuff as well. Like... They might have, I don't know, they might, like, get really attached to toys or items. You know, like, they might be, like, really into their, like, baby blanket when they're little and, like, certain things like that. So being just respectful of their things can go a long way. And weaning, you know, weaning them off very slowly. Mm -hmm. Geminis. Little Geminis ask a lot of questions. They want to know why. They want to know everything about everything (laughs) yeah and also a mercury in gemini is very strong so this is even if your sun sign is in taurus and a mercury in gemini um communicating to the gemini looking at how they receive that information you're it's always got to change you know very different from a taurus but if you have a taurus child and they have a mercury in Gemini, that's going to change things up a little. They're going to be a little quicker and mind-changey. So the Gemini energy is always, when you were talking about asking why, they ask why and they ask another question before they even get the answer. Mm-hmm. So there's they're not the best listeners. No. But as far as Speaking, you kind of get a different voice or a different energy all the time. So it's it's almost like the mother, you know, doesn't really know what she's going to get. And the best thing the mom or, or father, you know, that the best thing the parents could do is keep changing the way they communicate. Sometimes it's going to be academic. Sometimes it's going to be emotional. Sometimes... Mm-hmm. It is cool to kind of always make it about teaching because they want to learn so much yeah. and so bad. But. Yeah, definitely share things with them. You might have to explain things. Like, you know, it's not enough to say, oh, we're going to the store because they're going to be like, why? And you're going to be like, well, I'm going to make a pizza for dinner. We need to get these things, um, you know, and then they might be like, well, where did, like, where did pizza come from? You know, Yeah, like where did it originate yeah, from? Yeah, exactly. So then you're going to have to talk about that and just being aware of that like it's not enough to just say this is what we're doing like they're gonna they're not gonna be satisfied with 
simplicity, really. They, they want as much information as you're able to give them. And there's not going to be a lot of quiet or a silent space. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, I think that they might get really bored if left to their own devices. They yeah. are going to need, like, siblings or friends or other family around them to entertain oh, them. Also, a Gemini child knows when you're full of shit and will call you out on it more than any other sign. Oh, yeah. Mercury and the sun, both. They're, like, instigators. They're just, like, and if you lie to them, I remember once... Um, my friend that I was dating at the time, I was like 22, he was maybe 28 and he had two girls. One was like five and one was two or something. We go to the McDonald's parking lot. The girl was a Gemini. We were in the McDonald's parking lot and I just like, I don't know, I made up some stories, some imaginative Pisces story to like, you know, in the drive through of McDonald's or something to telling this child this story like, oh, the Happy Meal princess is going to be this or something. And we get it, and she's, I don't, I don't exactly know what happened, but it was like, it's plastic, you lied. Like, she just basically was in the back of the car being like, liar, 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 liar. And I was like, oh, no. Like, I was just telling, like, this child was just not imaginative. And yeah. I was being imaginative, and it just was not cohesive with Gemini. Yeah, it didn't matter. more cohesive with the Libra child, but not with the Gemini. Yeah. And I was like, uh-oh. And I just know, like, I find Gemini children super fun because they're instigators, and they're just fun to play with. And they're tattletales. Oh, yeah. Actually, they'll, like... They will totally tell on you. They also might be entertaining. Like, they might tell jokes and stuff for, like, your their parents' friends when they come over. They might be, like, little entertainers that are, you know, putting on a little, like, magic act or something while yeah. there's a party going on. They want to be in the center of things, um, but in a different way than Leo children. It's more about showing some knowledge that they've accumulated. Yeah, it's definitely... It's not necessarily showy. It's actually kind of matter of fact. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, cancer. Cancer children. Oh, they they probably get the most attached to people in their lives. Yeah. Um, they're the type that are going to cry when the mom, you know, has to go to work or something. Like, they, they have a hard time um, being separated from people and things that they care about. And in a way, I'm, I'm trying to think of the cancer children that I know. I'm pretty sure this is accurate. Um, they have a high expectation of communication. They, they don't want to be communicated harshly. No. And they expect that from you once you build a bond. So when they're hurt... They're going to hold it against you because you should have known, even as children. Like, and actually, yeah. I can speak to that of my own cancer moon. Yeah. I remember growing up, and I just, like, you know, you the, a, an emotional memory of a child and emotions and how they felt. Even Oliver and his cancer moon, he always talks about how he felt when he got to eat ice cream in the morning or something. There's just these, like... It's like the memory is attached to the emotion, so they will remember what you said. And if you hurt their feelings when they're five, you know, 15 years later, they're going to remember. They're going to be able to repeat verbatim what you said yeah. that hurt their feelings. Yeah, that's true. They they do, they, they place a lot of value on these, like, positive memories formed and the negative ones, too. They're just, like, 
they're going to remember things that you said. So if you say to a cancer, we're going to do this, and then you never do it, they are going to be upset about that. That's like a broken promise to them. Um, they are probably one of the more emotional children. Yeah, and you have to be very honest and very honest emotionally, too, in a gentle way. And I think this is hard for a lot of people who move in a fast-paced world because cancers, they're so intuitive, they move really slow, especially the children, and they don't know when they're overstimulated. It's not like an adult. So cancer children get overstimulated really easily. Not so much a mercury in cancer. I don't know. Can you speak to that? Does your mercury in cancer get overstimulated? When there's a lot of noise or like as a child, would you like shut down verbally? At times, yeah. I would like space out or zone out or just need to go back to my room and have quiet time. I feel like I was... Yeah, and that's funny because I do know some cancer children and some mercury in cancer that just kind of go hide when things get too much. Yeah, they don't like like rough things or dirty things or gross things. Like I remember... You know, there would be some kids that would be, like, ripping their Barbies' heads off. That always horrified me in my mercury and cancer. I hated it. It was so violent and so awful to me. I am so sorry. Were you one of those I was, yeah. (laughs) Well, now it doesn't bother me, but as a child, I would have been like, no. I I don't know. I would get so attached to, like, little things so that, like, when it was destroyed, I would feel such sadness in me. Oh, my God. You know what's really funny? I was at a New Year's party a few years ago. I was probably like 35 and I walked in and my, the, the mother, I know the mother's a Scorpio. I'm pretty sure the child's a Scorpio because I saw all these baby heads, (gasps) doll heads, Barbie heads on the floor separated. And it was like this like art project. And yeah, I was like, are you a Scorpio? She's like, yeah. And then she's like, you want to play? I'm like, sure. And we just started ripping the heads off. Barbies as we read up up to New Year's and making this like cake decoration thing. Wow. Okay. So yeah, that's, that's definitely more of like a Scorpio thing. Yeah. 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 Um, Leo. Okay. Yeah. Leo kids are, they need to have something that makes them feel special. They need to have like some skill or ability that you foster like, if they're, like, you need to foster their creativity, like, let's, they, there's nothing a Leo child hates worse than, like, you trying to live vicariously through them, being like, I was a football player, so you need to be one, too. Like, no, you need to let the Leo child decide what they want to do, because otherwise they're going to resent you forever. Wait, did your dad want you to be a scuba diver? No. <laughs> Treasure hunter? <laughs> well, no, I don't think so, but, okay. um, I'm just... No, my parents were always very supportive of the things I wanted to do, thankfully. Um, but in general, I know that just looking at other Leos, I know. And yeah. Knowing that if I had been in an environment like that, I would have hated it. They want to thrive. The children have so much coursing through them that they want to be the biggest person in the room. So telling, telling any fire sign what to do. The Leo of all the fire signs is going to have the biggest reaction. The Aries is just going to not listen to you and move on. Yeah. You know, and the Sag, pretty much same thing. They're like, whatever, I'm going to do what I want. Like, the the Sag is going to laugh about being bossed around. But the Leo is going to react back. The Leo child will come back full force in being bossed around. They can be a little jealous of... 
like if you have if there are siblings like they could get really jealous of attention given to other kids around them they could feel like they're less than special um you kind of need to make time specifically for the leo child to make them feel like they are being seen compliments they love like tell like give them um positive reinforcement when they do something well tell them that goes a long way the and the children will have monologues yeah like theater monologues oh yeah um and have performances and they want you to see and they're usually quality and very entertaining oh yeah i used to put on shows for my parents and i would make them sit there and I would when my friends would come over, we would like put on plays or like karaoke shows. Like my parents had to sit through a lot. Bless their hearts. <laughs> um, a Mercury and Leo might sing everything. Yeah. Yeah, they might be creative children. Um, they're gonna care about like how they look, maybe more than the average child. Ooh, yeah. Wanting to pick out their own clothing. They might be the type that wants to wear the superhero cape to school. Um, you know, they want to have their own look. Yeah. Leo children are big. And they're, they're sons. They're like, if even the sun card on the Rider weight deck, like, that's a perfect example of a Leo child. Yeah. With the child carrying the flag, yeah. you know, in front of the sun. That's yeah. very Leo child. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, Virgo? Virgo, yeah. Virgo kids, like Gemini, ask a lot of questions. Um, they, but they listen to the answer. They do. They stop and they want to they hear what you have to say. And they'll remember it. They'll catalog it. And the details, too. Yeah. And if there's any discrepancies, like you said that the show was going to start at 7, but it's 7.02. Like, that's something that I think Virgo and Capricorn kids have in common. But Virgo kids are going to express more outward anxiety about it. Yeah. And also, too, with the um, memory, they're, mem- they're going to remember the details of the information. Different than Cancer remembering the details of the emotion. Both the Mercury and the Sun are going to be very deal- detail-oriented and will be the sign that verbatim, more likely than Cancer, they will verbatim said what you said back to them. So if you're wrong about something, they're going to remember what you said. And if they find out you're wrong or the information is wrong, they take that to heart. It's it's that same lying energy kind of, mm-hmm. but even with more like, whoa, like I am never going to trust you again. Yeah, they might be disillusioned by people, like adults in their lives. If they feel like the adult, when the adult becomes infallible to them, which will probably happen at some point, no one's perfect, then they're going to be, they're going to maybe become more self-reliant. They're going to try to figure out ways to become experts on their own. Yeah. That might not happen until they're a little older, like preteen, but I feel like it does happen. To yeah, totally. Kids. And I think it happens, what you're saying also I think happens, it's actually internal, um, only because there's a little bit of nervousness there and a little bit of anxiousness, so they... Actually, maybe it even happens more when they're younger and they more start to lose their voice when they get older. I have a friend, Sam, and I might have said this in the podcast before. She told me that she was always running her mouth until, you know, and her mom would always try to get her to stop. And it wasn't until she got to school and people are like, you got to stop. Like, that's annoying. You know, with her mom, it was like, nana and a boo-boo, I'm not going to stop. 
But with everyone, she's like, oh, wait, I need to feel secure about who I am. And if people aren't going to like me if I talk like this, because it was antagonistic, the way she described it. It was like constantly asking questions, constantly being a know-it-all, constantly wanting to know the answer. If you didn't know the answer, she was going to make you feel stupid at seven years old because, you know, the seven-year-old Virgo thinks you should know. And I've seen that. Like, Virgo kids are really easy to guess because yeah. they're just like, especially the ones in August that, are, that have that Leo fire in them, yeah. you know, or the Mercury in Leo with a Virgo um, sun. Yeah. That combo child is, is just going to be, like, very vocal and very noticeable and, and notice all of these things. And it's going to always be about wanting to make it right because something being right is what allows them to feel secure. Yeah, exactly. Like if they can feel like they're predicting things by knowing what comes next and being right about that, that's going to make them feel really good. They might also have like phobias and fears as a child. Like they might go through being like really afraid of the dark or um, being like super afraid of spiders or whatever the case may be and the best way to combat that is to give them as much information as possible about it that's going to help them to feel more secure um they might become actually obsessed with studying the thing that once scared them because they're gonna feel like they're getting to know it better yeah stomach aches yeah the a, a virgo kid will have a lot of stomach aches sensitive to certain if, foods yeah and, and, and also with information that they don't like might manifest in a stomach ache or if they get nervous yeah. Um, Libra. This oh. is easy. Libra kids are typically pretty well behaved. They are charming to adults. They're like good with talking to adults. Um, they tend to be little angels. They might be a little devious beneath that surface, but they're going to be the type that always gets away with things. Because they're yeah. going to seem sweet, and they might pin it on somebody else, but they're going to skate by. Yep. And you don't have to think too much about the way they communicate. You communicate with them. Because they'll be the sign to laugh it off. It's the, the child, at least, yeah. can laugh it off. Especially if they don't understand. They'll just keep moving on and be like, ah, whatever, you know? Yeah. Um. You can't really be passive-aggressive in communication with a Leo child. Like, they just won't care or get those cues too much. Yeah, they're not going to really take that to heart. They are pretty good at just doing their own thing. But they, they're the type that does need a lot of social inter- interaction. They tend to really enjoy having a group of friends or siblings around them. They are going to not do great if they're super isolated yeah, like if that's you, when it's going to suck. If you live in the country and there's no kids around, they're going to be probably pretty upset yep. and depressed. Unless there's animals, which they can communicate with. But isolation and Libra, oh, no that's good. the worst. No good. They're going to need some kind of community around them. They also tend to be very particular about their stuff. They might get annoyed if you borrow their things without asking. If you move their stuff, like mix it up, they might get annoyed. Yeah, but they are, they are likely to share because they're so friendly. I think that they're into, like, sharing, or maybe they just want well, I think that what they're, somebody else has. I think they are into sharing, but you have to ask. Like, you can't just take it yeah. or be careless. If you're, they feel like you're being careless with their stuff, I feel like they're going to revoke the privilege. Totally. 
yeah, they're they are like I think particular about their um possessions in a sense of like everything is amazing like a person like yeah. there's just this venus appreciation for for things and yeah they they would get mad but they they do it's it, it's a little bit of a different thing too about like liking to share versus like just taking their stuff mm-hmm. you know i think they just hate stealing too yeah they don't do well with conflict um they don't do well with a lot of ups and downs like talking to them really harshly then talking to them really sweetly that's going to make them feel really like off balance and off center they would much prefer i mean they can deal with it because they're pretty like good at swinging the the scale balance back but in general i feel like libras don't really like conflict yeah and they're also do you think the children are diplomatic in their speaking I think so. I think they're they're pretty fair. They might be the type that won't like bully another kid. Like they might stand up for them or like just or at least think about it more. And the other thing that I notice about Libra children that I I, I feel like Libra children are more likely to know what they want and say it than an adult. Mm. And that's something a parent could do is to keep encouraging that. Yeah, that's so true. Because there's a lot of adults I know that get communication confused. But Libras, and, and are just kind of going back and forth. But a Libra child, like many Libra children I know, will be like, I want this. And then they'll just go get it. And it's like, I've never seen that kind of struggle in in a child Libra than I've seen in an adult Libra. Like, Mm. the adult puts way more into making a decision. Yeah, you're right. I think that comes with age. Scorpio. Scorpio kids. They are... Well, that example you had about the Barbie heads was perfect. Yep. Um, They are not afraid to get, like, gross and dirty. They're not afraid to roll around in the mud or to... Um, you know, explore things that are a little bit taboo or, like, they're going to be the, the ones that are digging around in their parents' closets for secrets. Yep. And they're not going to say anything about it. They're just going to collect information and They're quiet. Yeah. They're, like, FBI agents. Yeah. You know, like, little kid FBI agents. Because they're curious, but because they're quiet, they, I don't know what it is where they don't, like to ask questions actually they're not very questioning the kids aren't very questioning but they'll just say that one important question that's like whoa like how do you have sex you know yeah it's like right to the point yeah and intense but they're also the type that will look things up on their own they tend to be pretty self-reliant they're imaginative for sure Mm -hmm. um they stare oh yeah they do stare they're more about body language than words they could be a bit shy with strangers, people that they don't know. They might not be. They might be skeptical of them. They'll step back, mm-hmm. too. Like, you see it on a kid's face if they do not trust the adult. Yeah. How about how they communicate when they do communicate? Like, what's... I'm trying to think of... The Scorpio kids I know, and when they say something, 
it's usually pretty deep. Yeah, it's insightful. It's surprisingly insightful for their age, usually. Um, I feel like... You know what? They're the sign, even as kids, most likely to talk about death. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Oliver happens to be connected to... A lot of his really good friends over the years have been Scorpios, and just watching them grow up. They're the sign that, like, you're going to have a conversation about death with and you better not lie to them that's another thing you also better not lie to a scorpio yeah you shouldn't because they will not forgive or forget um they will carry that with them forever they're they might hold on to traumatic events more than any other sign yep um their memory for stuff like that is really good and it's long yeah their memory for the worst is the strongest yeah exactly like even as a kid don't hit your scorpio child because they will you know they'll never forget it or let you like even a little spanking i could see the scorpio child to just be like yeah i mean you're my mom and i don't love you anymore yeah like at that point you're like dead to that kid (laughs) yeah they're and, and when they don't like you, like, I know Scorpio children that don't like their parents, like, if their parents start dating somebody else. I've seen this happen maybe three times pretty strongly where the parents will get a divorce and the Scorpio child just will not, they'll begin to change the way they treat their parent yeah. and come at them with resentment at, like, eight, nine years old even. So it, how do you get through that as a parent? Well, the thing is, in all the times that I've seen it, I've been like, ooh, that person is not good for this kid. Like, be alone. That would be better. Okay, so um, so there's some truth to it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, totally. Maybe. I do think there is a possession Scorpio children have over parents. Not necessarily the Mercury and Scorpio. Um, that's that's going to bring, the Mercury and Scorpio, I could actually see to be, you know, kind of fun and sassy and just, like, quick. But the sun and Scorpio child, as they're developing, like, they know, they feel, and there's probably more of a trust with their intuition, actually, than Cancer or Pisces. Pisces may trust their intuition, but they don't care like a Scorpio does. Yeah. So a Scorpio child knows it's intuitive. Yeah. They are aware that they can, like, read minds or read thoughts. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, and they kind of use it to their advantage. Yeah. Um, Sag child? Easy. Easy. Um, They probably talk a lot and are really restless and talk a lot and move their bodies at the same time, which I could see where it would make a parent really nervous. Accident prone, too. Yes. Yeah, because they're just always getting into stuff. They're... Going to want to spend a lot of time outside adventuring. They don't do great with routine. They get really distracted. They can maybe be the type most likely to have ADD or something. Like, they're just very scattered in their attentions. But they do like to learn. They just, you need to kind of break it up throughout the day. Like, you can't just kind of, like, be like, all right, all we're doing today is math. Like, they're going to lose their minds. They need, uh, they need, like blocks of stuff or they need to go outside and run around for a while and then come back and do it and and actually you'll see this in schools too exactly what ash just said you'll be able to identify this as children's like 
They're doing laps around their desks while you're talking and listening to what you're saying in a weird way if it's information. like Yeah, they might even appear like they're not listening, but they're picking it up. Yeah. A lot of the Sag kids that I've known wake up really early or have trouble sleeping. They, like, don't want to go to bed. And then when they do get up, it's, like, 4 in the morning. And the parents are like, why? Oh, that's funny. My um, neighbor who has a Sag kid was just saying, do you have a stone for sleep? So my oh. Sag son can fall asleep at night. It's yeah. Been years, a couple of years. And he's, like, up in the night. Yeah, they're just so excited. They're, like, so active and restless that they have a hard time quieting down. They're know-it-alls, too, but in a different way. Like... Like then the Virgo know it all. A Virgo know it alls will take it to heart. Where the Sag know it all, it's it's more show offy. Yeah, like, and it's kind of like it's funny that you don't know that. Yeah, and I do. They they play pranks. They're little tricksters. Ooh, yes, totally. Yeah. Oliver's got a lot of stuff in the fifth house and a lot of stuff in Sagittarius. And pranking is his thing. What like Saran wrap over the toilet? Oh yeah, you know, just like. Catch up on the phone so you look like you're bleeding or whatever. Yeah. I, like, walk, even even up until, like, a year ago, like, recently I, well, within the past couple of years, I walked into the house and he, like, put a knife in his eye with, like, ketchup. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know. It's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gory pranks, specifically. Yeah. Like, pranks that are going to make you be like, ew. Yeah, they're, like, kind of shock value and funny, like, body humor. Yeah. Era. Totally. Um, yeah, I don't think, I think Capricorn, uh, sorry, Libras and Sages are signs that you don't have to put so much thought into communicating. Yeah, because they're pretty adaptable. They can adapt to most any style of parenting, I feel like. Yeah. Um, Sagittarius might be, like, as you get to, they get to be a teenager, it might be more difficult. They might be sneaking out. They might be doing what they want, you know, Mm -hmm. um. But I think it's probably good to just have an open communication line with them because they only do that stuff if they feel like you're going to tell them no. So just having that open conversation will kind of keep things from becoming sneaky. Casual. Sages also don't really like conflict in the sense of they're just not going to give it any energy. It's not like they're afraid of it, but they're not going to. They're like, ooh, that feels bad. That's not joyful. No, thanks. Yeah, like, Especially the child. Speaking as a somebody with a Sagittarius moon, like, I hate, like, a serious sit-down conversation where we have to, like, talk about, like, how everyone's feeling. I'd rather just be like, hey, this kind of, like, doesn't feel great. Like, let's not do it anymore. Okay, cool. Let's move on. Yeah. Like, that's... Don't ever, like, make a whole spectacle of something. Like, for it, that's, like, super icky to a Sagittarius, I think. Yeah. Yeah, they don't want to waste their time, too. No. It's also about time. And yeah. as we go into the time police side. Okay, yeah, Capricorn kids, time police. You have to communicate. I think communicating with a Capricorn is pretty easy if you're, like, reasonable and streamlined. They could kind of multitask a little more or take more in. But they also, like, don't want to waste their, their time. So you have to be direct and efficient about communicating with them. Tell them the steps. Everything with a Capricorn child is going to be a negotiation, mm. like a coming to the decision together. Because they do like collaborating. They feel secure with collaboration, I think. At least because they're like little adults, they are better at communicating, so you could overestimate them. But they don't know and still need your help 
Like they really still need help with the communication thing. So you have to just, I feel like, be really direct and honest with them. And their communication is it's kind of dry. Like the, uh, a child Capricorn, they don't get, they almost sound like animals to me or not like an animal like um like a ho- like a horse or a goat in the sense of like this little tremble in their words there's like a little treble or tremble um and i noticed it in the singers too but with the kids they're like ouch this hurts rather than crying or yeah. screaming yeah yeah they regulate their emotion they don't really want to emote in front of you or like in public too much yes so they that makes them uncomfortable so they're like regular about everything and it's in their tone yeah yeah i also feel like they are very responsible from a young age like usually i don't know like they're like the line leaders or like the class presidents like in elementary school they're the ones that are in charge of taking care of the class pet because they do it right they know how to take care of it or they're because they're going to like try out for stuff like that they want to have these like little goals to work toward even as children they're dutiful yeah they're the most dutiful children yeah they they are respectful of adults typically in authority like they they want to listen i mean you can definitely they they you can lose their respect, but like in general, they're going to give you the benefit of the doubt to start because they want to learn from you. Yeah. And I think actually the problem that a Capricorn child is going to have is with other children because Mm. they are like, why are you making a mess? You're going to have to clean it up later. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know, they are, they're thinking ahead. They probably try to get along better with the adults in their lives than the, the kids. Yeah. They might be the type that, you know, hang out with their older siblings and their, parents more than they do like kids their own age and it's almost like they find playing that's not educational boring like I feel like they almost have a harder time being fun or to them what's fun is like reading a book and learning yeah because like otherwise what's the point yeah yeah yep exactly (laughs) or like if they're gonna climb and learn how to climb they're gonna like learn about it and remember where their fingers go, when they're going up the, you know, that's another life memory thing. What's the easiest way to get up this mountain? My fingers go here. I do this. I need to learn this muscle memory. Everything is about, everything is going to translate to like what they can learn. That is functional. Yeah. And they, they want to be good at things. Like I feel like a Capricorn would be really embarrassed if they went to climb the tree and fell down. Like that would really like crush them. Yeah. So the more you can give them constri- um, like positive reinforcement as well, I think that that helps Capricorn kids a lot. I think Mercury and Capricorns could be a little bossy. Yeah, definitely. Especially a sad son with a Mercury cap. Oh, yeah. Like, you do this. Now you do that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, Aquarius. Aquarius kids are... Imaginative. Silly. Yeah, silly for sure. Yeah, they they are able to envision different things. Like, you could get into a whole pretend world with them. Um, but a weird pretend world. Like, let's pretend we're aliens on a spaceship doing surgery. You yeah. know, like... Yeah, it's like kind of out of left field. Um, 
they are probably like sci-fi pretend yeah exactly they're not going to necessarily want to have all the same toys that other people have they're going to want the weird the unique toy they're going to want the unique thing um they like with the unique thing they're influencers in a way because they're also going to discover it first yeah because they're kind of like a try anything child yeah, they're very curious as well. They like to learn about the world around them. They probably like to read a lot of books. Um, they are, yeah, they're interested in absorbing information, but it's more for, I don't know where I'm going with this. It's less about like, this. it's less about like trying to be, you know, proficient at something like the Capricorn. It's more about just like being curious about the world and wanting to, understand it and um almost acclimate themselves to it because they kind of feel like they drop down from another planet and yes and that's why they need to have the information of this planet exactly you know? and they value the information not necessarily the task and they just want to know about it to be in the loop yes yes they do want to be in the loop um they don't like when adults are like whispering around them like they want to know what you're what you're saying they want to be included they want to be included in decision making like if yeah. you were to like be like all right we're moving to a new town you're going to start in a new school they'd be like you didn't ask me first like you didn't tell me about this first yeah like they want to help you with the decision making process even if you're just kind of like throwing them a bone being like hey we're going to be doing this you know like and that's better than telling them after almost because they're so weird you would think it's really easy to leave them out but they they do get completely mad you know because they do come off as super independent you're like all right why would i tell my kid i'm leaving they're fine in their room playing with like air yeah and it's like i almost think that because they're such like cute little weirdos People are like, I don't know how to interact because they're they're like in their own world or in their and intelligent. Like they're 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 kind of like the natural genius of the zodiac. Yeah, you know because they're not necessarily in information retainers, but they like almost when you teach them, they almost chameleon or shift for a little bit to learn it, and they could do it really good, but it doesn't stick. So they're constantly, like, embodying different personas to do different tasks. And there is this energy of, like, yes, they're out of place. But exactly what you said about the decision-making. Like, they really want to know and they really want to be a part of big-picture things. Mm. Exactly. I think that they... Yeah, they they are pretty independent. They can be pretty fine on their own. But that said, like they're pretty they're welcoming. Like if you want to join them, like they're they're fine with it. It's not like they're going to like purposely exclude you. It's just they're not going to necessarily seek you out either. Yeah. And once once something though is established, once they do like break the ice, they could be really long-winded talkers. Oh, yeah, like, they're the type to get really interested in a subject and then talk to you for, like, hours at length about, like, ancient Egypt or, you know, dinosaurs. Like, they're going to tell you everything about it. 
oh my god the aquarium kids from the store i mean they would just like never leave and it was like constantly talking about fossils or the dates or the facts of crystals yeah you know they like loved the you know that's the thing aquarians like oh the mineral kingdom the fossil kingdom the animal kingdom like they like big pictures and they just like learn a lot about these crazy collectives and i think again that's a little bit why they feel out of place well actually do you think a child actively knows they feel out of place they almost seem secure in their yeah i don't think they give it as much thought as an adult would yeah they might at times feel like you know like slightly left out but i think that they Redivert their attention. It's almost more for the parent. I, yeah. I almost feel like the worry is more on the parent yeah. for the Aquarian child. Like, oh wow, my kid's really unique. Like, my kid's gonna sitting by themselves at recess, like reading about rocks while everyone else plays. You know? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Pisces kid. Very careful. Careful. Careful communication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, they're very like, sensitive. Yeah. Very intuitive. Um, little psychic sponges they pick up on the energy around them so if you're if you're saying something but you have a different emotion behind it they're gonna hear that yeah and they're gonna question it depending you know i feel like especially in the beginning Mm -hmm. you know like they're the kid that's like mommy why are you talking to daddy like that or yeah like they pick up on subtle things um and you can, the worst thing you could do is tell them not to cry, but to ask them how they feel. And then once they talk about it, they're like onto the, they, they like dissolve it. So you don't want to stop their emotion when they're in play, unless they're in heavings or hysteria, which they're probably not. You don't want to talk about like, you want to bring them into their emotion and let them release it. You don't want to bring resistance to the emotion. Yeah. And I think this is what you were saying about them being so they're sensitive to tone. Yeah, d- you know, never say like you're being too sensitive, you're overreacting. That's a terrible thing. I mean, it's a terrible thing to say to any kid, really, but especially a Pisces kid. Yeah, because they're not going to tantrum; they're just going to go to tears. Yeah, yeah, they're not. They're just going to cry. Like they might be. Did you cry a lot as a kid? I don't remember. I don't think so. Um, but you have Mercury and Aries too. Yeah. I definitely, like, yeah, I think I cried a lot in my bedroom. Yeah. I cried a lot in my bedroom for sure. Yeah. Um, and I felt like my parents hated me. And even when I was very little, um, the memories that I do have would be about me trying to look a certain way and you know, don't be too sensitive. I was told that all the time, don't cry. Like, I would get beaten for crying. So, yeah. you know, I would physically get abused if I cried. And that would actually work to stop me. Wow. Um, that's, that's crazy because you, you'd think that would make you cry more to get beaten. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's disassociation, though. It's yeah. just like, oh, my God, this is going to happen. I have to leave my body so I don't feel anything. So it was wow. like a mix. And then I would just, oh, like, sad. sit in my room and really, like, release. But I would also rage release, too. Yeah. Well, you um, have to, because the thing is, Pisces kids feel so much. They have to yeah. get out somehow. Yeah. A dysfunctional environment is really the maker or the breaker, and usually the breaker yeah. of it. Because if you do not, if you guide a Pisces child, they could be strong, they will take your advice, they will listen. 
if you train them to listen to their emotions and emotionally guide them and teach them emotionally, all that's great. But if you teach them how to repress their emotion and that's what their muscle memory learns, they're just going to get lost in the alcohol as they age or get lost in these things and actually be that wishy-washy denial of Pisces. So I think the kid Pisces could be like an amazing, can live an amazing life with good parents by setting them up early on because Mm -hmm. they're sponges. But usually that's not the case. Yeah. They are very compassionate kids. They love animals. They love, um, like, they're going to be the type to be like, Mom, are you okay? Like, they're going to check in on you. Like, they're going to be, like, just really concerned about people around them. If somebody in their family's sad, it's going to be hard for them to be super joyful. They're just going to feel it, you know? So just remembering that, it doesn't mean you have to be perfect all the time as a parent, just being aware that everything you do is going to affect them to some degree and just being care- as careful as you can. Do you think that Mercury in Pisces is a little sing-songy? Yeah, I think so. They might be storytellers. They might be musical or like poetic in some way. And actually, I think... I haven't seen this, but it's coming to me now. Learning how to read fast. Yeah. Being one of the, like child that just picks up on reading I could see that I don't know that I have any examples of that I can check um but I feel I feel that like because your memory retention with mercury amplifying that Mm -hmm. is gonna be like all right in order for me to understand my feelings I need to communicate I need to learn you know learning how to read and and maybe also with communicating being quiet children they could be quiet they're picking up a lot um they notice everything i think they're pretty observant honestly yeah quiet in tone i mean i think they'll chat a lot but oh but they have gentle voices in whisper yeah Yeah. Yeah. whispery um and actually maybe good hearing yeah like hearing something that i do notice within myself and within other kids they're very sensitive to sound and high-pitched noises. Mm. Yeah, they might have, like, sensory... What is it? Like, when... Yeah, the sen- like, just sensory sensitivity. Overload stuff, they, yes. Yeah, like, where, like, yeah. textures of stuff feel weird to them, or, like, certain music or sounds will drive them crazy. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I just learned something about myself that I will tell you when we end this. Okay. <laughs> All right, everyone, thank you for listening. This was a little bit longer, but I feel like there was some... I learned a lot while listening. It was fun. We will talk to you in a couple weeks. Okay, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Pisces Rising. You can find us on Instagram at Pisces Rising Podcast. Email us, PiscesRisingPodcast at gmail.com, or find us on Facebook. Have a magical day.